Hey, Fab Wives. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Fab Wives Unfiltered podcast. Now, you know, we love connecting our community of wives committed to love and marriage with tools and resources that can help you do just that. And I recently downloaded the Love Tank app by Jasmine Cruz, and I am loving what I call my newfound accountability app. The Love Tank application cultivates love and purposeful interactions globally. Their mission is to exemplify the epitome of healthy relationships by providing support and fostering growth through shared experiences via their community forum. Engaging conversation, weekly tank challenges for singles, new couples, and of course, married couples too. And my personal favorite, the daily reminders to help you be intentional in your marriage sent right to your phone. The Love Tank app is available on the Apple and Google Play stores for download right now. You're listening to Fab Wives Unfiltered, a Fab Wives podcast hosted by Lady E, where we discuss the real and raw facts of the Fab Wife life, because it's not all glitz and glam, but we make it look fabulous. Hey, Fab Wives, it's your Fab Wife, Lady E. I'm so excited to be here today. We got some great topics. All right, uh, before we get started, like we always do, I have to the left of me, Mr. Lauren. Hey. All right, to the front of me, I have Miss Tish. Hey, y'all. All right, and I have Miss Fab Wife CEO, Miss Rhea. Hey, guys. All right, like I always say, we have a great topic today. Yes, <laughs> always. But we always have great topics because, you know, we love y'all. So we want to give y'all the real juice, right? The real tea. The real tea. Who says juice real anymore? <laughs> I brought it back. You got the, you got the, <laughs> you got the juice. I got the juice. It's such a loose. Okay. In all seriousness, no. <laughs> we are basically talking about uh, the difference between you and your husband. So, yes, they're different. Uh, what do you need to know when you marry a husband from a two-parent home versus a single-parent home? Hmm. Very, very interesting topic. I know with me, I come from a two-parent home. I've seen marriage. My parents actually just had an anniversary for 38 years. Amazing. My grandparents yeah. were together for 50 years. Wow. Amazing. Um, great-grandparents were together. I mean, I come from two-parent home. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm used to that. My husband doesn't. Um his uh, mother was married, but, you know, the father had died. And so when he grew up, he uh, came from a single family home. So two different dynamics, I would say. Uh, for me, um, I think he was more so used to me being more like his mother. Mm-hmm. And I was used to him being like my father to my mother. So those were two separate yeah, things that um, I had to get used to. Um my father was very involved in my household. Mm-hmm. Uh, he took care of everything. He paid all the bills. He was like straight up old school. Now get it, my mom did work, but he was straight up old school, did everything. Mm-hmm. And you know, my mom, she's really not that much of like, a, how do you say, like cooking clean. Now she cooks and cleans, but that was not her whole thing. Yeah. My dad actually cleaned. So it was like mm-hmm. not an issue in their household. Whereas my husband, his mother always cooked, always cleaned, made sure she did the baseboards, made sure they had food. Had, I mean, she's straight up. Homemaker. That's what she did. And she worked. She worked for a little bit, then she uh, retired early. Okay. 
Um, so needless to say, she is a caregiver. She took care of her father, mother before they died. All that good stuff. But basically, my husband didn't have to do anything. He didn't have to wash his clothes. Even when he was on his own, his mother came mm. to his house and took care of him. Mm. So here comes me, like, oh, you ain't going to wash them dishes? Right. You ain't going to clean? Now, I'll be honest with you. I have gotten a lot better. Ms. Rhea could vouch for me. I'm not always the <laughs> cleanest person <laughs> in the world. We used to be roommates <laughs> back in the day. And it is taken me a lot to uh, change some things around. But I do feel that the fact that I had a different dynamic uh, growing up and he had a different dynamic growing up. Some of that has been um, a lot of our conflict and issues that we've had. So that's just me being honest. Mm -hmm. Do we have Absolutely. any other opinions? What's your, um, let's go to the perspective of um, coming from a two-parent household or seeing a marriage dynamic consistently. Mm -hmm. Tish, I feel like you and DeLauren have that experience. So um, for me, I, I same as, you know, E is I came from a two-parent household. My parents have been married like 38 years. Mm -hmm. um, and that's all I know. You know, my mother worked, my father worked. They both kind of shared household duties. But what I didn't see um, coming from a two-parent household was uh, financial stability and people working together mm -hmm. for the good of the home mm -hmm. from a financial perspective. Like, um, and Rhea, I think we've had that conversation yep. you know, about, you know, with you and Travis, like, well, there was one person who was always, you know, hey, put everything, yep. which my mom, you know, write uh -huh. everything down, this is what needs to be paid. Yep. And then my dad would go out and he gets get some of the stuff paid, but then the money go <laughs> elsewhere or whatever. So I always had that conflict. And so when I got in, um, when I met Mike, you know, he came from a situation where his mother was a single mom, essentially. Um, but she essentially gave, not gave him, but he was raised by his grandparents. Okay. You know, and his grandfather was, you know, military veteran two times, you know, over. And his grandmother is from England. Mm -hmm. So she's very, oh, Tish, how are you, darling? I need a spot of tea. Can you put the kettle on? Uh -huh. You know, wow. so she was a straight homemaker. Okay. So at a very early age, you know, Mike was basically raised by them. So she would come home from school. He had his room. You know, his grandmother cooked all of his meals, washed his clothes, you know, made sure all of his needs were taken care of. And... Um, you know, his grandfather paid all the bills, you know, made sure she had enough. And even to this day, his grandmother is 83. And even to this day, wow. even when she comes, she's like, you know what? I got it. She picks up all the tabs every time we go out. She was like, oh, this is on, you know, this is on my husband. He's been, you know, he passed years ago, but she's like, he still takes care of me. Oh, yeah. wow. Like, she is adamant. Like, mm -hmm. oh, she she still, ta he still yeah. takes care of me. And it's so inspirational. So I think in my marriage, I think that's what Mike adopted. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I still work and I want to work and he knows I'm not the stay-at-home mom type. You know, I tried it for like six months when my daughter was born. Yeah. I was climbing the walls. Like, yeah. I got to go have a conversation about something with somebody Adults. else. Like, it just wasn't my thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he's very much of, you know, he's going to make sure everything is flowing, you know, through the house financially. And I think we complement each other that way. So I think it for me it was it it worked out great because he saw both sides. He saw what it was like, you know, when he go home, you know, with his mother on the weekends, and it was just him and her. And he was like a latchkey kid, or you know, he was at somebody else's house, or who he didn't know for like yep. days at a time. But then he had his grandparents, where it was stable, where he had mm -hmm. a room, yeah. you know, where he had you know a consistent schedule. Up until the time he went to Howard, you know. So I think. For me, it worked out, and for him, it worked out because he had a balance. Yeah, mm -hmm. yep, yep, yeah, yeah. So Brandon and I, I come from 
my parents were married when we were young and um, then they divorced, I think when I was like nine or something, I was really young. Um, And, you know, I wouldn't say great individuals, but not the best examples as it relates to marriage at Mm -hmm. all. Um, And so Brandon, on the other end, he comes from a family. Both of his parents are still married 30 something years. He's 30. He just turned 34. So, you know, they were married before they had him. His grandparents are still married. His dad's parents are still married and his grandmother's in her 70s and I think grandfather, same thing. And so I absolutely see a difference in him from what from other men that I dated um, that did not have Mm -hmm. both of their parents in the house. Um, I remember when he and I first got married um, I had, I had said something because we we lived in California still and we used to talk to his parents um, on the weekends and I said something about just being really tired and needing some help like around the house and his dad like right then on the phone was like um, Brandon why aren't you helping her out nice why aren't you you know you need to make sure I think that you guys need to come up with the schedule and nice. you need to cook dinner two days a week nice like straight through up, that. Through straight that. up. <laughs> and i was like whoa like Dad. you know and then and my husband amazing like he did it it was like what days what days do you think you know would uh-huh. be most helpful for you you know and so i'm like extremely be- blessed when it comes to that yeah. and i think that those are great qualities for him to have too because he's like that even at work like people tell me all the time Brandon is always so helpful he's always willing to like step up and you know he's just got a pleasant um um he's just a pleasant person and I think that's because he from how he was raised his mom is absolutely plays a huge role in his in his life she text messages them him and his brother in fact he he's headed to Charleston right now for the weekend um, to be with his brother because his brother's sick and kind of has some things going on. But his mom said, you know, I need you to check on his brother and your brother. And, you know, four days later, he's like, I got to go see my brother, mm-hmm. you know, and like that's just how their relationship is. And I respect that. And I love that. What I love also about his mom is she doesn't always agree with with Brandon's dad. And she will straight up be like, well, I just don't agree with you, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. and like and she'll say it in the most respectful way. I think I told you guys this before. She'll be so respectful about it. But she's flat out straight up like, yeah. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't agree. And that's it. <laughs> Goodbye. You know, and like, <laughs> we'll walk yeah. away. You know, so it shows me how. I can say what I what I feel and mean what I say, yeah, but still exactly. be respectful to my husband and then let it go, yep. you know. And 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 her, his dad doesn't get all bent out of shape with the stuff that his mom says to him. My parents, on the other hand, it would have been going down, you know, like real mm-hmm. bad, real bad stuff going down because there was just a lack of respect for one another. So, um, so I think I'm I'm really lucky in that aspect, and I'm so thankful that my children get to see this as an example yeah. because yeah. I did not, I don't have an example yeah. and his parents are my example. That's, yeah. beautiful. That's awesome. I think um, nowadays um, just our community in gen- general have it a little bit tougher because we're not seeing that dynamic played out all the time. And I yeah. do think that there is a big difference and I've said it before and I, I really don't care um, to, I can have this debate all day. <laughs> I do feel like um, the women right before our generation kind of, set us up a little bit mm-hmm. i kind of feel like um a lot of the single mothers you know that mm-hmm. i don't need you i'm gonna right. do this on exactly. my own mm-hmm. and you didn't do it on your own you just yeah, yeah you just you 
you did mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. and that's a disservice to um yeah. you know to I agree Rhea. to men Agreed. you know to to not to have them sit out so that you can just prove a point and right. i and i've seen women in my family do that i've yep. seen yeah. women in other people's family do that um and to an extent um that was something that um i had to go through earlier in my marriage because travis saw his mother do everything your job is to get good grades to make me proud and that's it like literally when i go home with him (coughs) she will clean up after me like it's like Mm -hmm. before the sun rises we're in bed (laughs) and a full breakfast is being made and it's like come on down to eat and it's like literally she'll be vacuuming and just lift your foot Yep. No, I can do that. No, y'all sit down. And it's not just because we're guests. It's because that's how she is. Yeah. She did that to me when I was there. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so I had to, yeah. So Travis doesn't come from a marital home. Um, he doesn't, he didn't have a great example, um, immediately of what it looks like, but he did have his grandparents. Um, I, I want to say maybe that was his saving grace, but I really feel like sometimes your upbringing can, you want to like contradict it so much because you know like when you get to a certain point you're like that was off like I can see the moment when Travis was like that wasn't that that was off like I want to do things differently yeah um I want to you know I want my kids to wake up to me I want my kids to go to sleep you know with you know with me there and to have more of a presence um and and just like the way my girls are um, it it shapes who they are. Like they they want his validation. Like oh, yeah. when they get dressed and put on their little dress, daddy, 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 do I look pretty? You know. So Aww. those things do shape the the person that, that you absolutely. become and the person that you'll become in your marriage too. Um, but I don't want people to feel like just because your husband came from a single parent home, like there's not hope. But oh, there are yeah. some things you have to do differently. I agree. So so with us and because I come from a single parent home too. We had to really teach each other what marriage, uh, well, we had to decide what marriage was going to look like mm-hmm. for us and kind of teach each other how mm-hmm. to be, okay, a husband to, to me and a wife to him. Yeah. Um, and then we also had to, um, I had to have like a lot of patience and then I had to tr- teach myself, you know, just how to be submissive and not always being, you know, because a lot yeah. of the times I was coming off disrespectful. Yeah. Um. So there are some things that you kind of have to be a little more cautious about. And then you have to also notice that um, they don't have examples. So sometimes they don't know if they're doing it right. right. So you have to like, Absolutely. as much as in marriage in general, you have to like root your husband on. When they do something great, I feel like I got to be 10 times Man. like, you're oh. amazing. You you did that. Thank yes. You. Thank you so much. You know I mean? <laughs> because they're, they're yeah. more unsure of themselves because they don't see a, a model. They don't right. see a good example. So they're like, I think I'm doing it right. And then when they aren't, you know, when they're not doing something um the right way or i i guess the right way maybe not be the best or whatever the way um that would work for you all yeah i think that um they will beat themselves up a little bit more mm-hmm. and and be a little harder on themselves mm-hmm. i don't know that's just my observation i don't have a a barometer of course <laughs> <laughs> I think but that, um i think that when men get a certain age you know they start to kind of reflect on what they want how they want to be projected in the home to their wives to their children um, and my husband reminded me of this and I'm going to read just something that he had posted on Facebook on Father's Day. It was like, it took him actually like a couple of days after Father's Day and it threw me off guard. Like he didn't tell me it was posted. It was a picture of me and my daughter and he posted it. He said, a fatherless, fa- a fatherless father's view of a first Father's Day. My daughter will never know the countless years of pain and emptiness held within. 
The questions, excuses, lies, and missing dots, none of it. She'll know exactly who, where, and why I am. Thanks to all those dads or friends and father figures that filled in the pieces for me along the way, opening your homes, your families, and your principles. And, your principles. and he thanked his, um, his godfather specifically awesome. because he didn't know. It's like even though he always yeah, had that conversation, wow. like even though he had his grandfather, mm-hmm. you know, it's like he didn't. He didn't know. It it wasn't the same, you know. So he's like, he didn't know what to expect. He didn't know, you know, um, how he should necessarily do, you know, be a husband or how to be a father. He was just like, all I know is what I didn't have. Right. And and how I wanted to be betrayed. And what I wanted to make sure that I feel, you know, for my daughter. Is he going to come up short on that sometimes? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But I think for our husbands, you know, even if they weren't raised, you know, by two parent homes, you know, just to continue to motivate their real like you were saying yeah. and encourage them that hey you know you're doing awesome yeah. you know mm. the girls really appreciate you right. or you know our son really appreciates you and yeah. really kind of continue to give them that motivation yeah. and that encouragement to keep on going another yeah. day yeah. you know um and this is something i had to realize like in men depression and all that kind of stuff it, it's hard and they yeah. show it in mm. different ways yeah, yeah. it absolutely. might not necessarily look like what we might look as far as like crying at a ball yep. but it might be you know where they're zoning out for days at yeah. a time you know, because they're struggling with something. And yeah. it could be for something that they lacked, you know, in childhood. Yeah. Um, but I think as wives, it's our, it's our duty. Yeah. And I do use the word duty. It's our duty and it's our obligation. And, again, we're going to fall short <laughs> sometimes, yeah. you know. But to, you know, try to motivate them, you know, to be better. You know, and that's, I had to tell Mike that, you know, I was like, you know, I got to do better. Because I felt like I was coming up short. I was like, you know, I got to do better at making sure I motivate you and I show mm, appreciation. Hard. I yeah. tell you that, yeah. you know, I'm appreciative of everything that you do. Yeah. But I yeah. need that in return also. Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. You, Me and Travis just had a conversation about that this morning. I guess there was a strawberry letter on the other day. Oh. I don't listen to the, them anymore. Uh, I don't either. But <laughs> there was a strawberry letter that came up, and it was basically saying that the, the woman had a child. She remarried. She wasn't making the... Um, the child's father pay any child support. We're going to do this on our own. But then she was putting pressure on the husband oh. to, you need to get a second job. We're around here struggling. It was yesterday. Yeah. That so, can get tricky. Yeah. So um, <laughs> That can get see. tricky. And maybe that might be another topic about blended families and all that good stuff. I have a lot to say about that. Yeah. Um, we might need to get some guests in topic. here to, um, to, I think we should probably do like a special podcast with yeah. maybe you and some um, some fab was in the community that are blended because that yeah. that's a topic that we don't cover a lot but it is a it is a real, real topic it is a yeah. real thing yeah but yeah that that all of that is good and and you know if you do have a husband out there or someone out there who you know may have not have come from a you know two-parent household i agree you know maybe get that husband involved with some other husbands that mm-hmm. are married yeah um or uh older mentor yeah um in your community or if they're in a fraternity um or your church whatever you know you're a part of because i do think that that plays a big role yeah a lot of times um a spouse will listen more to another man mm-hmm. before yeah, anybody absolutely. else even outside of counseling so yeah. um That's i so true. think that that would be a good thing for you to do if that is something that you are currently going through absolutely all right, ladies. Well, again, 
great topic. (laughs) (laughs) I think we got got another topic uh, brewing up in there, too. So uh, I know. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to the Fab Wives Unfiltered podcast on iTunes and Google Play. And while you're there, be sure to leave a five star rating. And don't forget to follow us across all social media at Fab Wives. And definitely visit us at FabWives.com for all of your resources, your episode notes and more. And until next time. Be Be fabulous. fabulous.